Welcome to the True Vine Podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Wow, wow, what an incredible worship set. What an incredible spirit I feel in this house today. Thank you to the praise team. Thank you to the musicians. Thank you to our media department that we can stream live and broadcast in time like this. We can still enjoy the presence of God via technology. And I just want to thank you for logging on today and being a part of what is happening here. Hey, today it's already been said, you've seen a video, Nolan, our student youth pastor, our student pastor has an incredible video, but I start a brand new series today. And let me just let you in on something that this series has been in the works since January. We've planned, we've printed invitations. Before we knew all this was going to happen, before all this came upon the world, we were already going to do a stress out series. And then maybe somewhere in the infinite wisdom of God, he put all this together. And so we're still preaching and teaching about stressing out. So today we start a brand new series, three Sundays. And this is around the idea of choosing joy, recognizing that joy is available for every one of us. So you can have joy regardless of the circumstances. You can have this internal, it's a type of happiness that only God can bring regardless of situations. But here's what I want you to notice. You have to choose it. It doesn't find you. You have to go find it. So in today's message, I want to focus on the things that rob us of our joy. So we'll ask you a few questions. I think that'll really help us grow. The first question I'll ask you, what are some of the areas that you are most stressed in? Family? Finances? Parenting? Relationships? Work? Some maybe dating? Kids? Marriage? Stress? And I believe the word of the Lord is going to speak through me over the next Sunday, three Sundays, and help us. According to the American Association of Psychology, we're all stressed about the same thing, they say. Time, money, work, and relationships. Time, money, work, and relationships. So my question as I begin to read the word of the Lord and the Gospel of Luke. Here's my question. What is robbing you of your joy? What is robbing you of your joy? Let's go to the Gospel of Luke chapter 21. And the Word of the Lord says this, Truly I say unto you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, 
but my words shall not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. Suddenly like a trap. I want to talk to us for a few moments here on stressed out. Stressed out. Again, God bless you. If you happen to still be standing, you can be seated. Thank you for being a part of what is going on from Old Town to Mecula. I want you to notice that Jesus wasn't so much concerned about circumstantial sources of stress. He said you've got to be careful and that the stress is getting inside of you. Be careful on your heart that they're getting weighed down with dissipation. You see, dissipation means I am slowly evaporating. It doesn't seem much on every occasion. But over the past year, over the past week, over the past month, it's kind of like it's ganging up on me and it's feeling that way. Because you can't avoid pain. But the question is, what are you going to do to medicate that pain? And all of us choose something. And most of the things that we might choose are unhealthy. Job chapter 9 says this, that my days go faster than I can run. I'm running in every direction, but I can't keep up with my life. My life is on warp speed, and I can't run that fast. I can't keep up with my opportunities. I can't keep up with the demands that are on my life. My days are going faster than I can run. They're flying by. I don't even enjoy them anymore. I have no joy. That's a lot of times what creates anxiety. You see, anxiety disorders are the most common in the United States, affecting 40 million adults. 18.1% of the population every year is affected by anxiety. When you overuse time, that's when people have panic attacks. They will have them in bed. They will have them in grocery stores. They will have them at work. And for some of us, this is not your issue this week, but perhaps it's next week or next month. And I think part of the anxiety is you don't know how long we're going to be sheltered in place is it going to be through April the 5th, May the 15th, rather? Is it going to bleed down into June and July? I noticed this week on the news that the sporting events congregating in stadiums and arenas have been pushed down into August. Comic-Con in San Diego in July has been canceled. The Tour de France in July has been canceled and those venues and those events and those organizations are losing thousands of dollars and nobody really knows and so maybe for some of you it's hey I don't feel stressed yet and it's a relational stress or financial stress it's sheltered in place stress maybe it's a kid's stress but the handwriting is on the wall you've heard that phrase and you know that what that phrase means the handwriting on the wall means imminent doom and if you don't take care of this, you're going to pay for it is what it means. It comes from a story in the book of Daniel. Did you actually know that the handwriting is on the wall, a phrase from the book of Daniel? It says that King Belshazzar gave a great banquet for thousands of his nobles. 
They drank wine and just a kind of a carefree evening. While he was drinking, he gave orders to do something ultimately that would mock God. And by the way, let me tell you something this morning. You don't get away by mocking God. And in that party, they drank wine. They praised the God, the little G of gold, the God of silver, the God of bronze, the God of iron, the God of wood, and the God of stone. All these are a type of my own efforts. I'll work as hard as I can. I'll do as much as I can. I'll earn as much money as I can. And the next day, Daniel chapter 5, very next verse starts out like this. Suddenly, there's a party going on. They said, we'll pay later. Sometimes you hear the mechanics and the old advertisements on the garages. Hey, pay me now or pay me later. Eventually, someone once said, you have to pay the fiddler. Daniel chapter 5 and verse 5 starts out with multiple translations with the word suddenly. And I want to stop right there. And if you go too far, you might end up with a suddenly in your life. I'm talking about stress. My message title this morning on this first Sunday is, Let Joy Push Stress Out. Let the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength, as the word says. You can go looking for worldly solutions to spiritual issues, but they don't have any answers. You're not going to find the outcome that God is looking for. Let me just tell somebody here, you can't find biblical answers in secular arenas. That creates more stress. When in reality our life is but a vapor, one writer said it's a vapor, it's a mist. One writer said our days are numbered. And I do understand this. I've lived long enough that life can get out of balance. Life can get weighed and it can found, want, be found wanting. And it will always cost me something. So I've got to make sure that the price that I'm paying is lower than if I waited later and responded to the beautiful word of God. Stress cost me something. Time, joy, frustration, health. Can I offer you a thought this morning? Can I offer you a thought today? Set aside some time and say, I'm going to get back to the presence of God. I'm going to get back into the arena of worship. I'm going to hear the scripture and be refreshed by it. Why? Because this is the Lord's Day. But I thought about this. What if there was actually a Lord's Day? And what if there was a 30-minute window where I found a place and I did something that ministered to my soul? And I did some soul searching. And I did some reorganizing. You see, my Sabbath cannot be a Sunday. It's a rest day for you. But it's a work day for me. But I even as a pastor, I'm a human being, and I've got to make sure that I balance my stress. And I've got to make sure that my joy doesn't get squashed and trampled under the banner of doing the work of God. I've got to make sure that I, didn't go so, I don't get so busy working for God that I live a stressed out life and I become somebody that I don't want to be. And so I've got to find a place, a space to rest, a decompress item or agenda. And so I choose Mondays. No agenda on Monday. Just a light day that I actually look forward to. 
Then Tuesday through Sunday, I get back at it and I work hard. But time alone and quality time with my wife and my family is needful. What are you doing, Pastor? I'm trying to balance the stress of life. Say, well, you don't really look stressed. Well, maybe I'm doing a good job of balancing it. But behind the scenes and when you lay down at night, you toss and turn because the things of life are stressing you. Do you worry about things and you have a hard time falling asleep? What do you do, Pastor, on a Monday on your quote-unquote stress-free day? Well, what we do, sometimes my wife and I, we walk. Sometimes we ride bikes. Sometimes we go, I go to the cleaners. Sometimes we go to the grocery, oops, excuse me. Sometimes I go to the grocery store. <laughs> sometimes a barbecue. Hey, this is kind of cute because I know my wife is watching. Sometimes we do a date lunch or a date dinner. The older you get, you seem to do date lunches. But anyway, I just had a birthday. We won't go down that path. What are you doing? I'm trying to balance stress. And if I really want to be free from stress, and if you want to be free from stress, you're, you, you have to manage your schedule and your times because why? The days are running faster than I can run, and the days are moving faster than I can move. And if I'm not careful in those days, I will have no joy. I like the scripture. It says the joy of the Lord is my strength. And you've already started the process this morning by logging on to this broadcast. Today you are watching a broadcast about stress. And again, that joy pushes stress out. What can you do to help me, Pastor? Well, you know what we need to do to refocus on what matters most. I don't need to do everything I can do in the day. I don't need to cover every activity. And the truth is, I was made to run. You were made to run. But we all have our limits of time and energy to run. We're going a lot of different directions. But we can only go so far. Why? Because time is limited. Energy is limited. And, and that's all that you have. Relationships matter. I believe in relationships. They are the bedrock of what keeps us balanced. And that's why I urge you to make sure that you make time for relationships. That I'm living a life on purpose. And if I'm looking at things that really matter, I want to submit to you today that purpose matters. Your purpose probably matters more than you think it does, my friend. Your life is going to be the happiest if you're doing the thing that God has created you to do. Acts chapter 20 and verse 24, Paul said, But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for the finishing of the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. Your life has a purpose. And the relationships in your life really, really matter. I talked about it on our Wednesday Facebook Live. That the people around us are the relationships. And we've got to make sure that we are pumping joy back into our lives. Because sheltered in place and maybe a little bit of a glorified uh, home being stuck at home, and you can't move around, and you're in front of everybody, and you can't have no place to be alone. I'm just telling you, my friend, if you want to de-stress your life, you've got to work on your relationships. Why? Because relationships matters. Purpose matters. And I want to say to you, always think about eternity. Because really, we're just here in 
Life is but a vapor. It's a mist. They call it life on earth. It's short. And the vast majority of our life, watch this, is going to be on the other side. So what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying you need to work towards that. You need to give towards that. You need to live towards that. You need to gather fruit here on earth towards that because the majority of your life is on the other side. As the song says, over yonder, Jesus said to store up your treasures in heaven, Matthew 13 and 44. And so as we try to de-stress our life, before I leave this one point, I want you to see that relationships matter. Joy pushes out stress. What else do we need to do? We need to reduce the non-essentials. Now, you can never, never eliminate all of them. I understand that. But you can reduce them. King Solomon had a great piece of advice for us, and he said, it's actually better for you to do less than to do more. Ecclesiastes 4, 6 says, and I quote, it's better to have one handful of and, a hand, and have tranquility than two handfuls of toil and chasing after the wind. To have less. Again, you cannot eliminate all of the non-essentials. I don't make a to-do list on Monday only. You know what else I put on my list? A do-not-do list. Why? Well, I'm trying to balance life. I'm trying to balance stress. I'm trying to maintain joy. What kind of pastor would I be if I was a grumpy old man? Who wants to be pastored by someone like that? So maybe I've got a greater obligation to make sure that I manage joy in my life because I'm trying to speak joy into other lives. So, Pastor, how do you maintain that? How do you balance it? I'm giving you some ideas. I've got to reduce the non-essentials, and I've got to make sure that I'm focusing on what is important to me. What else am I doing? Reprioritizing my life. This is a powerful principle I want you to get this today. Reprioritizing my life. You see, I, you can't have everything in life. But what you have, the order of them matter. You see, order is powerful. The order of what you have is powerful. And if we're not careful in times of stress and probably more so another layer of the pandemic on us, that what is important to our life can be in the wrong order. Like knowing what to do. But what do I do first? If you don't prioritize your life, everything and everyone else will. The demands, the demands, the requests. You see, the order determines the capacity. And it's the capacity that each of us have that we are working on our stress levels. We all have capacities. The plate is only so full. doesn't matter how small or how large. At some point, that plate is full, and when you put one other little grain or pebble or popcorn seed on it, something falls off. So every one of us, 
have a capacity. And every one of us can be overstressed. The order determines the capacity. When you wake up in the morning tomorrow, say to yourself, I'm going to, before I go run off and do a thousand things, I'm going to put God first. That's what I'm going to do. And that's what Jesus said. You keep worrying about your life and saying, how am I going to do this appointment? How am I going to say this? How am I going to get here? How am I going to answer these emails? What am I going to eat? What are we going to drink? What about groceries? What about bills? What about my hours being cut? What about the unemployment check? What, hey, did I get my stimulus check? Are you checking your bank account? Checking the mailbox? What? What? Stress. Oh. Oh. It's tough right now. Matthew 6 and 31 the writer says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. When I get up. You see, that's what pagans do. They, they worry about things and they race and they, what if the appointment, uh, this and that. They're running, they're running, they're running pagans. That's non-God living. I'm not speaking to pagans this morning. I'm not speaking to Egyptians this morning. I'm speaking to God's people. And a stressed out series is how to get stress out. How to move past the environment of stress. But seek first. The order determines your capacity. And you need to break the powers of darkness off people's lives because it's not their schedule. It's not your schedule. It's the heart that weighs you down. That's what our opening scripture text said. Dissipation. That the heart is weighing me down. I just happen to believe that we serve a powerful God who can heal you who can deliver you, who can leave you changed after this broadcast. And you can have rest in your life. You can have peace in your home. You can have balance in your marriage. You can be sustainable in your finances. You see, right now, a lot of us are carrying the responsibility of finances. I mentioned it early in service. As a pastor, I say thank you for being faithful. But there's a responsibility at home, and I have a responsibility here about finances. We're, we're, we're going to be coming back, everybody. And we're going to be ready for you, and we're going to be waiting, and it's going to be better than ever before. We're going to be coming back. But in this short window, the levels of stress and attitudes and spirits. We've got to make sure that we manage those. And we've got to let joy push that out. I believe there's a mom that's listening today. That you feel like you have to become the savior of the world. To his parents, your parents, your siblings, 
your kids. Maybe there's a mom listening. There's a dad. I know there are several single adults in our church and maybe you don't have anybody to lean into and you're the only source of income. And you're sheltered in place and it's lonely. And you're worried about your job and your finances and if that gets cut off, then there's no more source of financial income. It's stressful. All I'm asking you to do, if we're going to seek God first, seek ye first the kingdom of God. When I get up in the morning, the order matters. Work, sleep, eat, grocery store, gasoline, commute, God, Bible, worship, prayer. There's a list of things. And the order does affect your stress. And really that statement is true because the order does affect your joy. Let me kind of wrap up with this last verse. And Jesus said this, Matthew eleven twenty eight, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I, Jesus speaking, I will give you rest. Watch this. In order for me to come to God, I've got to make sure that the order matters. It's stressful if I come to God and he's out of order. In other words, in the priority list. It becomes stressful if God becomes item number five, six, eight, ten. And there was items one, two, three, four before God got in the picture. All I'm saying is seek ye first the kingdom of God and let joy push out stress. I'm telling you, my friend, I feel the anointing in this house. And I know you're watching me, but I'm preaching to some wonderful people that need a word, a rhema from God and say, I, I don't know how much longer, dear Lord, help me, Jesus. But maybe you don't need it today, but that's okay because there's going to be a next week. A little quick recap. Now I'm going to pray for us. Relationships matter. Work on them. Relationships matter. Reduce the non-essentials. You can't eliminate everything. But the order matters. You, I've got to reduce these. Then I'm going to reprioritize my life. What does that mean in, in layman's terms? Simply, hey, when I get up in the morning, if I'm really going to seek the kingdom of God first, I'm going to leave that up to you. You define that. What does that mean to you? Maybe it's a prayer. Maybe it's a song. Maybe it's a chapter. Maybe it's a verse. Okay? You, you figure that out with God. But I'm going to challenge you this week. Next Sunday, I'll preach on another item of stress out. But this week, why don't we do this? If order really matters, and I do believe it does, I've preached half my message on it. If that really matters, starting tomorrow morning, you get up and put God first, and however you do that. Maybe it's your playlist. 
Maybe it's a chapter. Maybe it's a prayer. you, You figure that out. You see, my assignment for three weeks is to help us de-stress. And if you'll submit to the preaching every Sunday, on week number four, you're going to say, you know what? The Word of God does work, and I feel good about this. And I thank the Lord that God spoke this into my life. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, in your precious name, I anoint every listener, Christ. Hmm. I anoint every family, God, that we are going to reprioritize and organize. Order matters. And Lord, if we are heavy and weary and burdened, you said in Matthew to come to you. And the only way we know to come to you, God, is to start with you in the morning. I'm going to listen to my playlist, which is all gospel music, and it lifts me. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to sing unto the Lord. I'm going to pray. I'm going to find a corner. I'm going to do something, God, because I'm coming to you. That's my way to come to you. And the order of my day matters. And you must be the start of my day. I bless them today, God. I thank you for your spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media. Because we want to witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you, and God bless.